You know what you get to see when heaven opened God reversing a situation. Dr. Tony Evans says it's no problem for God to fashion tomorrow's victories from yesterday's failures. God can take the mess and turn it into a miracle. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Seeing your favorite artist perform in concert is always a treat, but having a backstage VIP pass to a meet and greet is even better. Dr. Evans says believers have that kind of access to God, and utilizing it can give us a whole new perspective on the way we face life's challenges. Let's join him as he explains. Today, I want us to look at a situation that happened in the life of Jesus so that perhaps we can open up our communication more and hear from heaven more clearly. The scenario is given to us in the book of St. John, chapter 1, and it revolves around a man in this chapter whose name is Nathaniel. According to verse 44 through verses 46, Philip, who is from Bethesda of the city of Andrew and Peter, finds, verse 45, Nathaniel. And he says to Nate, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph. Nathaniel has a question in verse 46. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Now you have to understand Nazareth had a reputation. A town where the folks who lived there weren't going anywhere. It was a no-knock kind of place to grow up. It was a place that didn't offer much of a future. It was a place you wanted to leave from and not tell anybody that's where you were raised. So when Nathaniel hears that Jesus is from Nazareth, he's not impressed. Verse 47 is where the story begins to get a little bit interesting. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nate starts looking around. You, you talking about me? You don't know me. You don't know my people. You, you know. He says, how do you know me? You know where I'm from. You know I'm an Israelite. You've dissected my character. How do you know me? Jesus says, I know more about you than you think. Before Philip ever came to you, I know where you were, who you are, and I know what you were doing. You were sitting under the fig tree. What Jesus exposes is his omniscience. Because remember, he's the son of God and the son of man, and he's fully human, he's fully divine. And so this act of deity is exposed when he unveils Nathaniel to Nathaniel. So before we go any further, I just want you to know God knows you. He knows all about you. He knows where you've been and what you're like because he says you're a man of no deceit. He knows your background. He knows your racial identity. He says to Nathaniel, you are an Israelite. He knows you're black, you're white, you're Hispanic, you're Asian. He knows all about you. He knows what you were doing, what you are doing, and what you plan to do. 
Nathaniel answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Nathaniel makes a confession when he discovers the uniqueness of Jesus Christ. Now, this could open up a whole uh, a bag of discussion, even to the issues we're facing in the Middle East today, because Jesus' assignment when he came to earth was to inform Israel that their king had arrived. That's why on the cross, he was accused of being king of the Jews, because he was to set up the kingdom with the centerpiece being Israel in order to rule the whole world. The reason why we're having all of these conflicts is that the king has been rejected. And because the king has been rejected, there is chaos in the Middle East. And of course, the Bible goes on to say he will be king of the whole earth. So, but he'll do it from Israel. Israel will be the capital of the whole earth. Verse 15, Jesus answered and said to him, to Nathaniel, because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree and you believed me based on that, Nate, you ain't seen nothing yet. You will see greater things than these. So if you want to see more than you have seen about Jesus, if you want to see more from heaven than you've seen up to this point, if you want to see eternity break through in time at a level you haven't seen it before, then you're going to have to do what Nate did. What did he do? He took Jesus at his word, based on the information he had, and publicly identified with him. He said to him, truly, truly, that means, show enough, show enough. I say to you, you will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Okay, now, he's only going to see this supernatural stuff happen because he has affirmed the identity of Christ, Son of God, and he's confessed Christ publicly. Now, you've heard me say this many a time. If you are ashamed of public identification with Jesus Christ, you can forget the supernatural. In Genesis 28, verse 10, then Jacob departed from Bathsheba and he went toward Haran and he came to a certain place and spent the night there because the sun had set and he took one of the stones of the place and put it under his head and lay down in that place. And he had a dream and behold, a ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending, stay with me, and descending on it. 
And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I will give it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out to the west and the east and the north and the south and you and your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I will be with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to the land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God and uh, this is the gate of heaven. Now, just, just to give you one other tidbit here. Let me just tell you real quick why Jacob is under the tree, because that may help you understand. He's in a certain place, uh, and many of us are in a certain place, in a certain situation. What's the situation he's in? Verse 41 of Genesis 27 says, so Esau bore a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing which his father had blessed him, and Esau said to himself, the days of mourning for my father are near, then I will kill my brother Jacob. You know the certain place he's in? He's running for his life. Jacob is running for his life. He's in a desperate situation. And he needs a divine intervention. Anybody in here in a desperate situation and you need a divine intervention? You need heaven to open up because earth is shut down on you. His dream meant to Jacob that God would be accessible in the worst day of his life. And notice what he said. He says, and God was here and I didn't know it. Jesus was there and Nathaniel didn't even know it. God is right there with you and you don't even know it. Because he does not always make himself known. He is there, but you don't always know he's there. That is until heaven opens up. Dr. Evans will return with more of today's lesson in just a moment. Don't go away. If you're like most Christians, there are people in your life who know you, but may not know Jesus. You really want to do something about that, but don't feel equipped to share your faith effectively. In other words, maybe if you knew more, you could do more. Well, that's where the Tony Evans Training Center comes in. It's an online Bible school with classes that'll take you deep into the most important core concepts of the faith. You can start with our free introductory course on evangelism, then move on to subjects like spiritual warfare, marriage building, maturing in the faith, and many more. The content is challenging, but you can move through it at your own pace anytime you're online. There's also lots of custom content from Tony and an online forum where you can get your specific questions answered. Go to TonyEvans.org and follow the link to the Tony Evans Training Center. It's like having a seminary on your smartphone. Tony's been talking today about the incredible power our connection with the Lord gives us to approach life's challenges from a heavenly perspective. I wanted to let you know he's written a book that goes hand-in-hand with this message and his current sermon series. 
The book is called Kingdom Focus, Rethinking Today in Light of Eternity, and it'll help you discover the joy and power of approaching life with an outlook aligned with the Creator's. You'll learn how to fully maximize life on earth as you recognize God's love and guidance for you each day. If you contact us and make a donation to help support Tony's ministry, we'll send you both the book and the complete Developing Kingdom Vision audio series on CD or downloadable MP3s. They're yours as our gift, and thanks for your support. Get all the details today at TonyEvans.org or call us day or night at one 800 800 and let one of our team members help you. That's 1-800-800-3222. I'll have that contact information for you again after part two of today's message. Here's Dr. Evans. Now let me give you some good news. You don't say it in the English text, but in the Greek text of John chapter one, you see the word you. You will see heaven open. The Greek word there, you, is plural. Y'all will see heaven open. You don't see it in the Greek because you can be singular. I can refer to you and I can refer to you plural. So you have to know whether it's singular or plural. Well, it's plural in verse 51. So give me, let me give you some good news. This passage is not just for Nate. It includes you and me because it included all the disciples. You will see heaven open. You will watch eternity enter into time. You will see the supernatural enter into the natural. If you confess me, if you recognize me as the son of God, then you'll see him do his stuff on earth. After Jesus tells Nathaniel, you're going to see heaven open and you are going to see angels doing their thing on the Son of Man, not on God the Father, but on me. The next thing we see is a wedding. Because verse 1 of chapter 2 says, on the third day, There was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there and both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. Remember what he said in verse 51? Y'all will see. So not just Nathaniel, I'm going to show all y'all who I am. They are at a wedding. They run out of wine. The mother says... They have no wine. Woman, he says, verse 4, what has that got to do with us? My hour has not yet come. In other words, it's not time for me to go public. His mother says, whatever he tells you to do, do it, verse 5. Mama got sense. Okay? Okay. Okay, he ain't ready to go public, so we got to do it his way. There are six water pots. Jesus says, fill the water pots with water. So they filled them to the brim. Now, we get ready to see a miracle. 
But the miracle does not happen without human participation. He tells them to go fill the water pots. Nor does the miracle happen without natural ingredients, water. Water is already there. The people are already there. So he tells them, human beings, to fill the water pot. He uses a natural substance, which is water. And here's what happens. Draw some out. Take it to the head waiter. So they took them. When the head waiter, verse 9, tasted the water, which had become wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, every man serves the good wine first. And when the people have drunk freely, because now they're not all sane, then he serves the poorer wine, because now they don't know the difference. But you have kept the good wine till now. This beginning of his signs, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. So let's package it up and call it a day. Jesus said in verse 51, because you confessed me, you believed what I said, you didn't fight me, you didn't argue with me, you accepted what I said, and then you confessed me publicly, y'all, because you is plural, are going to see heaven open. So before I go any further, even if you are struggling with faith, get close to a Nathaniel. Because what Nathaniel said was going to benefit all of them. Because y'all will see. So if you're struggling with your faith, hang out with somebody who's willing to confess theirs so you can get some of the bonus points that are coming to them. When they are invited to the wedding, they run out of wine. Now, wine in the Bible is used negatively and positively. Negatively, it condemns drunkenness. Positively, it's used for joy. So the joy was gone because the wine was gone. Okay? So now they run out of wine, which is limiting their joy. Mother says, son, why don't you handle this for them? Because she didn't raise the boy. She know what he can do. He says, my time to go public is not there, but what I will do is go private. In other words, I won't do anything for the crowd, including the bridegroom. I will do something for my peeps. I will do chapter 1, verse 51, and let my disciples see what I can do. Because I promise I'd let them see heaven open. And what was the miracle? Well, we know it. Turning water into wine. Well, that was the specific miracle. But what was the principle? Here it is. For those of us who are in a certain place and we need divine intervention on some level. The miracle is uh, reversing something. Something was reversed. There is only water. He took something natural. That's water. He turned it into something else. Wine. He took something that was already there and he turned it into something that they had run out of. He took the little 
that they had, which was only water. But wait a minute. Water is an ingredient of wine. It's a liquid. He took that which was natural to what he wanted to do. He took it and he turned it into something else. He reversed the situation. You know what you get to see when heaven opened? God reversing a situation. Lack of joy became joy. Lack of wine became wine. And here's the best news ever. I can't leave you with any better news than this. The head waiter said, in every wedding I've been to, every place I've gone, they serve the good wine first. And they leave the bad stuff to last. But he goes to the bridegroom and says, but you haven't done that. I thought the good wine was good wine, but this stuff you just came out with, the bridegroom didn't know where it came from, but this stuff you came out with, it is the bomb. You didn't save the best stuff for last. The good news of this miracle is that God is so good at reversing stuff that what comes last is better than what came first. That where you're going is better than where you've been and where you came from. That God can take the mess and turn it into a miracle. He can take yesterday's failures and turn it into tomorrow's victories. He can take uh, lemons and give you some lemonade. He can hit a bullseye with a crooked stick. So if you need heaven, to turn something around. If you need heaven to reverse a situation in your life, in your home, with your job, in your situation, if I can just get you to believe Christ, confess Christ, and trust Christ, he can take that messed up situation and make the last part better than the first part. The next part better than the part you had before. He can turn your situation around. That's what he did. He can turn your water into wine. And you will be able to say, the best part of my life was the rest of my life when I confessed Jesus the Christ. If you're ready for the rest of your life to be the best of your life, you need to first confess Christ, as Dr. Evans has said today. To find out more, visit TonyEvans.org and follow the link at the top of the page that simply says Jesus. There, Tony will tell you all about what it means to live life delivered and empowered by Christ. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. And TonyEvans.org is the place where you can also receive more details on that special offer I mentioned earlier. Tony's seven-lesson collection, Developing Kingdom Vision, along with the life-changing companion book, Kingdom Focus. They're both available as our gift when you make a contribution in support of the Ministry of the Alternative. It's our way of showing appreciation for the continued support of listeners like you who make this program possible each day. Get all the details and make the arrangements at TonyEvans.org before time runs out. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or you can call our 24-hour resource request line at 
800-322-2222 and let one of our team members help you. Again, 1-800-800-3222. Radio waves can include wireless transmissions of information that allow our cell phones, radios, garage door openers, and many other everyday appliances to work. Well, Dr. Evans says God has his own communication network, and it's constantly transmitting spiritual information to believers. But unless we're tuned in and ready to receive, we're going to miss out on what the Lord is trying to tell us. Be sure to join Dr. Evans tomorrow as he begins an exploration of the frequency of heaven. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 